Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. No one's offering counter offers unless you're the bee's knees. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma and I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em, welcome back everyone. Who are we giving a big fat shout out to this week? To Robin, she says, I've been listening to you the past few weeks on Spotify and I'm so grateful for all of your advice. I just went into my third video interview for a big time position. I also haven't interviewed in over 13 years. I'm loving the theme we have lately in our shout outs. People, it's their first interview in years and they are doing so well. Yes. She says, and I crushed it. I felt prepared because of your podcast in a way I know I wouldn't have been otherwise. Thank you. And in a twist, we have an update from her. She says, I landed the job after four interviews, which is so excessive. Well done. Yes, it's a lot. But she said it's a big time position. Maybe it was worth it. True. She says, thank you for your posts and podcasts. I'm going into a job that's paying 80 to 100k more than I inspected. Robin wasn't lying when she said this was a big time job. Wow. And she's got the little shocked ghost faces. (laughs) She does. She says, I never dreamed I'd be in a position like this and know the confidence I gained and carried with me into the interviews was due to your advice. Thank you. Oh my gosh, Robin, we don't get all the credit. We may have helped a small bit, But the reason you nailed that is because you shot your shot. Exactly. We just hyped you up and sent you in there. 80 to 100K more than she expected. I can't even fathom that. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Congrats. Robin, enjoy making that bank. You are a boss. I'm so jealous. I hope you went and celebrated that, like really celebrated that. And I hope you've bought a new outfit. A new work outfit. No, a a new fun outfit. Yeah, but end a nice power suit or something. Now, if you want results like Robin and you need a little bit of help to get there, a reminder, Sarah does one-on-one interview coaching sessions. She has a great success rate, great testimonials. Have a look on our website and find out more if you're curious about having a one-on-one session. Mm -hmm. If you liked our episodes, you used one of our tips or you need an episode about your situation or there's something we haven't covered, you need a reminder, slide into our DMs, send us an email, 
track us down on one of our platforms and you could be that person next month that we give a shout out to or do an episode for. Absolutely. Getting right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about counter offers for all the baddies out there that are lucky enough to have had someone say, wait, we'll give you 30K more. We love you. And just on the side, how does it feel to live my dream? That's amazing. (laughs) Do you think this is like goals? Yeah. No one's offering counter offers unless you're the bee's knees. If you say, hey, I'm leaving and everyone's like, on your way, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Well, you sucked. (laughs) But if they're literally begging for you back, like, sorry, you are the toppest of top employees. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But I also think it can sometimes be a little bit of a like, oh, we've just realised we probably were underpaying you for a while. And now that you mention it, you are pretty useful. And like they didn't know how good you were, but now they're thinking about not having you and they're like, oh, that's going to be annoying. (laughs) It's the classic, you don't know what you got till it's gone. True, that's made me think of it in a different light. So Phil and M, what is a counter offer for anyone who hasn't come across one before? A counter offer is when you hand in your resignation, you say I'm leaving and your employer comes back with a last ditch effort to keep you They might be a bit panicked and it's an offer of often more money, often promises of something else. We'll give you a car space. How about a gym membership? What can we possibly do? Maybe they haven't put any sums or they haven't quantified it yet, but they're just asking you to come back and tell what you want and they'll do it. They're saying, please don't go, essentially is the vibe. Yes. So we sort of touched on it just then, but why would an employer make one? There's lots of reasons, I think. Sometimes you're right. It can be because, hey, we always knew you were our most valuable person. And now that you're potentially leaving, we're terrified and we want to make sure that you stay. So it can reiterate that, hey, we don't want to lose you. It might be because they're thinking, oh God, think about the workload. Oh, it's going to be so annoying to hire someone. They might have realized that they were underpaying you. That could be a good thing or a bad thing. They might have like, oh God, we didn't realize that all these roles out there are paying so much more. Wow, we were really off the mark. Let's fix that for you. Or it could be- We got away with it for so long and now we got to step up. Yeah. <laughs> they could make a counter offer begrudgingly. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's always like, please stay. It's a bit like- If we have to do that to keep you because other people are doing it, fine. How about 10K? Yeah. And they can feel like they've been forced into a corner and like that's what they have to do to keep you type thing. So you don't want to work for someone who feels like they resent you because you made them give them more money. Yes. Yes. And sometimes it might be that they, yeah, they're giving you a counter offer, but they're actually just not going to give you a pay rise for the next two years as a result. (laughs) Like it kind of shoots yourself in the foot. It's a complex situation, isn't it? Yeah. But that's often that, you know, maybe they didn't see it coming. They're starting to think about what would it take to replace you? And is that going to cost me more than what I could just give you in an increase? Like often if you think, um, cool, if you're being paid $80,000, and you get an offer somewhere else for a hundred thousand. So it's a twenty thousand dollar difference for your employer to potentially counter offer you and match what you were gonna get to leave. Well, it might cost them nearly twenty thousand to replace that role. If they have to pay a recruiter fee, if they have to post the ad, the job's vacant, how long are they gonna spend interviewing and things? They might be thinking about that stuff. How hard is it gonna be to replace you? 
and think this is the easier option (laughs) is to just pay the money. Right. A huge, big, fat disclaimer in bold red writing. Don't count on a counter offer. It probably won't come. It might not ever come. Don't quit thinking I'm going to quit and then they're going to come crawling yeah. back. Because like I said, they may very well say, thank you for your service and we wish you all the best. And they'll yeah, give you a greeting right. card and off you go. Because let's be real. We'll have a morning tea and say goodbye. Yeah. A lot of workplaces have the view that you're replaceable. They like you as a person, but it's routine business. Someone goes, we hire someone else. So don't leave on the premise that you're hoping for them to finally realise your worth because it's probably not going to happen. And also they may just not be willing to match whatever it is for whatever reason. They may not be able to in terms of budget. They may not think you're worth it or they may just think, well, if you want to leave, paying you more isn't going to solve the long-term problem because it's probably not just for money. And I think a lot of employers start thinking that way of going, if you've made your mind up that you want to leave, you've been through a whole interview process and been offered the job. Well, you don't really want to be here and we don't want to force you to stay here. So we'd prefer that you just left. Does that kind of make sense? Like now that you've told us you don't want to be here, well, that's okay. We don't want people who don't want to be here. Yes. Yes. So does a counter offer solve your actual problem? Yeah. I think this is what you really have to think about. Actually, while you're applying, when you're thinking about applying for another job and interviewing and going through that process, have a think about this up front. If I got counter-offered, would I accept it? What would that look like if my current boss offered me X, Y, Z? So yes, it's important to consider if it'll solve your actual problem. For a lot of people, maybe money would solve their problem. Maybe they're leaving just because of money and they love the job, love the team. But on the flip side, maybe you are leaving because you hate the team and the manager and the job. And so you need to really evaluate is, you know, 10, 15, 20 extra grand going to make all that much of a difference because I was miserable. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Yes, exactly. And it's good to think about that up front before you get a counter offer so that you know how you might respond so that you can consider it. Another thing to consider is, are you going to end up leaving anyway? Are you going to take the 10 grand and then in three months go, meh, I still hate it? Yes, exactly. Now, I wanted to do a call out because we'll throw in a stat, but agency recruiters love this statistic and they all have different versions of this. There's like a one that's thrown around of like 80% of people who accept counter offers leave within a year or something. And I've always thought that's never backed up by actual data. But I found one of these companies that actually did back it up by data. Look, who knows how reliable the data is, but I thought I'd throw it in here. So the Hayes Salary Guide, they're a large recruitment agency. Didn't you used to work for them? I did, yeah. And they have a salary guide. It's self-reported stuff, but hey, this is an interesting stat. Consistently finds that of the staff counter-offered in the previous 12 months, on average, around 46% leave anyway. 4% accept the counter-offer but stay less than three months. 
three months. That's like counter offer. And then like, I'm out straight away. I just wanted to make my annual leave payout bigger. That's clever. 21% remain between three and 12 months. So it's pretty short term still. And just 29% on average stay longer than 12 months. Wow. This is really interesting about the whole discussion of like, can more money make you happier, which we've discussed on an episode before about when you're considering what job to take. There's often like, although we think more money would solve the world's problems, I'm of the belief culture and the team and how happier I am on a day-to-day basis has more of an effect than my salary. And I think that it's easy to say culture is so important, blah, 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 and money's not as important. If you are shaking your head and being like, that's ridiculous, maybe you haven't been in a really shit environment before (laughs) because when you have, you really realise that the whole rest of your life is impacted. Like it's impossible to escape from how bad the wrong environment can actually be. You go home, you're miserable because you're anxious about going back tomorrow or you're talking about to your friends and your partner is venting about it. It bleeds into every aspect of your life. It does. And so I think all of this is so good to think about and go back to that episode if you're in this situation of what's going to make you happier if you're trying to make this pros and cons decision of do you stay or do you go. Now, can you use another job offer as leverage for a pay rise? Yeah, I mean, you can. You can. I mean, shoot your shot, play the game, right? But I think if you're going into a job search being like, my goal is to not leave and to get a pay rise where I am, what if they don't counter offer you? (laughs) You know, like, oh, I've been offered X, Y, Z and I want you to match it and they say no, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay anyway for nothing? Oh, it's risky. I really just think if you're actually going to get another offer and you're going to bring it back to your company, I think you've got to be willing to walk. I think you have to be willing to. Otherwise you look like a dick. You look like you were bluffing the whole time and you did it just to bait them. Imagine I went and got an offer for 20 grand more from a different company, but I didn't want to go. I really didn't want to. And I presented it to my boss and they said, oh, look, we just can't match it. Congratulations on the new job. And I'd go, oh, like, what do I do if I really don't want to go? Do I stay and, oh, I've decided to turn it down? Yeah, I changed my mind. Take me back now you're begging them. Yeah, that's so weird. Or do you go into that job that you didn't really want? Oh, that's tough. I just think be careful with this. You have to be prepared on some level at least to actually take that other job because it's a risky move. And another big disclaimer, don't feel pressured to accept it just because they do say, okay, yeah, we will match it or we will give you 10 grand more or 20 grand more. That's good and well. Think about it. Or if they get desperate. Emma, please. Oh my God. You know, we're going to be in such a tough position. So-and-so is going to have to do your job. Please, will you stay? And that might be nice for the ego to hear, you know, make you feel good. But remember what the everyday version of that looked like. They're begging you because they're absolutely fucking right. Because I did everything and I was worked to the bone and I was so stressed every day. So yeah, Margaret, things are going to not be looking great for you. That's the whole point. So keep that in mind. And I think people can be guilted a little bit into that because they think, oh God, I'm letting people down and like be selfish in these environments. They are not thinking about you. I'm telling you, they are not thinking about you. The only person, literally the only person who is only thinking about you and your career is yourself. Every other person in your life, you know, they might 
have the best intentions, but they have their own agenda, including your employer, including the recruiter, including us, (laughs) including everyone. You have to make that choice for yourself. And yeah, mull it over, take some time to think. You don't need to give them an answer on the spot. Think about what else would need to change in order to stay. Is money not it? Can you say, you know, okay, I'll consider staying, but for me, I really need more support. I need to offload some tasks because my workload's unsustainable. Or I want to be promoted into a different role or I want a job title change or I want to report to someone different or work from home or flexibility. That could be something that you're uh, really wanting out of the role. And be honest and upfront with the other job. So is this about the counter offer? So, hey, I've been given a counter offer. I actually need to take a day or two to think about this. And then do you say, would that ever lead them to bump it up a bit? Maybe. Again, it's it's back to that whole, you know, two job offers, power move type thing. What are you trying to do here? And I think, yeah, sure, you can just play them off against each other for eternity and be like, whoever pays me more is going to get me. I don't care anything else. But I think realistically, there's going to be more to it than that. And you want to work out which one do you actually want if the money was the same? Which one do you actually want to do? And tell that one, hey, I want to come to you or I want to stay here or whatever it is. Can you match X, Y, Z? That's how you do the power move. And we have a whole podcast episode about that. It's that one specifically about having two job offers, but I think the same rules apply when it's internal, external. And then if you're going to accept the counter offer and you're going to stay and you're going to get your pay rise and stay in your same job and cool, power to you, go for it. But let that other job know, hey, thank you so much. I really was serious about considering this, but unfortunately they've just made me such a good offer and I'm actually going to stay where I am. I think it's important to reiterate that you weren't just taking them for a ride. Yeah. I think you owe them to say, look, I really considered it and I really considered both and I was excited about this role, but X, Y, Z, and I'm now going to stay here. Honesty is always the best policy. And make sure you get back to them. Don't just ghost them either. No, we don't do that here. A lot of people do that. They just disappear after they've got the offer and gone back to their employer and they just never get back to that other job that offered them the money. So make sure you let them know. Let them down. Definitely. There you have it. That is the how-to guide on counter offers, what they are, what to do, what to consider. Choose wisely. Gamble responsibly. That's what I felt like that disclaimer was. You know they're getting rid of that? It's going to be like, how much can you afford to lose? You win some, but you lose more. Yeah, I'm all for it. (laughs) Oh, really? I like that one. Did you make that up? No, no, that's the genuine one. Oh, there you go. Just a little update on the Australian gambling regulations. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our voices, hit that follow button in Apple or Spotify, or better yet, tell someone else about the show. That's how we can hit the charts and we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>